Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader or investor. Wealth Within was voted number three for stock market podcasts globally in 2018, so I hope you enjoy listening. We cover topics from trading to investing, as well as wealth creation to ensure you can achieve your financial goals. Because as we always say, lifestyle matters. As a global leader in stock market education, you can fast track your journey towards financial freedom by studying with Wealth Within. If you'd like more information about our government accredited courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre. Please note that the information in this podcast should not be considered personal financial advice. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. Today I'm going to continue my discussion on the iron ore miners. Now previously I had a bit of a chat with you about just some overall thoughts on the, the mining sector, the in particular the iron ore miners and the history around that. Now I wanted to talk a bit about the big iron ore miners and a couple of smaller miners as discussed last time. I want to focus on the price charts because that's where we really need to see where the money's flowing. This is what the charts tell us, where the money's flowing, where it's likely to move to in future because we can create a forecast based on history. The chart will show us what's probable. It doesn't mean that it will occur 100% of the time, but it increases the probability of being correct. So it's really important if you're a fundamental analyst or you you more look at the fundamentals to bring the technical side in and really get a good understanding of that so that you can see where the money's flowing because sometimes the way that things occur the fundamentals are going to lag what's happening on the charts so we, we need to see what is probable rather than what is being published so let's have a look at um, say for example the iron ore price to start with we'll talk about that and where the iron ore price is likely to run to from here so for some time I've expected the iron ore price to end up trading through the $100 mark which it has done so this year looking at the way that the um, iron ore price has unfolded I can tell you that there is a really important zone for iron ore between $125 and $135. There is also a way of thinking about this that you've got to look at the upside potential and the downside risk so if this iron ore price traded through around $84 there's a real risk that it could continue lower. I don't believe that's going to happen just at this point but if it did go through the $84 mark then we need to look at that um, downside trajectory in more detail. So looking at the upside potential, as I said, 135, 125, 135, that 125 level is really standing out for me on the chart at the moment. So that is where we may see uh, a reasonable turn in the price of the iron ore um, commodity. So looking at BHP, FMG and Rio, so they're the biggest miners obviously involved in iron ore on our market. BHP is the big miner, around $110 billion in market capitalization. Next to that, we've got FMG. Now, that stock has risen so strongly more recently, so it's eclipsed Rio. We're talking around half of the size of BHP, so around $50 billion. Rio, $37 billion approximately. Now, these all depend on the current share price, of course. 
Now, smaller miners, we've got mineral resources, 4.7 billion. We've also got MGX, which is around 860 uh, million. We're talking a smaller company, but still an important one. Now, what's interesting about these miners is their PE has been quite low relative to a lot of other stocks on our market, indicating that there is further potential to go on the upside there. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that they will rise because I've seen their PEs at low levels and the price coming back at times. Everything works in a cyclical way in our market, including our iron ore um, price, as in the commodity, and the iron ore stocks themselves. Now, if we're looking at iron ore, we can see that it can be quite volatile at times, and this is the nature of commodities markets. You're going to see quite a lot of volatility. Gold is an exception to that. It tends to trend in a much more even way than other commodities. Silver's also in that as well. Although silver has had its um, checkered history, so we have seen quite a bit of volatility at times in silver versus gold. So higher prices obviously are a potential positive for the iron ore miners if the trajectory of the iron ore price continues to rise that's obviously a good thing but the important thing to also consider is that just because the iron ore price has been rising doesn't mean that all companies in this space are going to benefit and see um, higher share prices because we've seen a lot of companies in the iron ore space that their share prices have been falling for varied reasons now you'd need to look up the individual companies and do your research on those to find out what's happening there and looking at what's happening with MIN and what's happening with MGX. As I said, the PEs are quite low. Earnings per share has been quite varied, which is interesting. So we've seen that, um, just to give you an example of the PE ratio, the PE for the market at the moment is around 20. The sector's around 17.5, while BHP's PE is around 14. FMG's currently stated around 7. And Rio, I think, is around 10. So they are still quite low relative to what the market's doing and what the sector overall is doing. Now, it's interesting, isn't it, that the market PE is quite high at around 20. Typically, it doesn't get much beyond that 17, 18 mark before we see a bit of a pullback in the market and revaluing what's going on. So just keep that in mind. Now, the sector at 17.5 has been held up, obviously, by other stocks within the sector at this point. Now, when we look at the earnings per share, the big miners have had some really strong gains in EPS, particularly Rio and FMG, not so much um, BHP, is a bit varied actually, and normally I would put a lot of lot more weight in BHP as a diversified miner than I would in FMG and Rio, but in actual fact, the current strong rise in this commodity in, in the iron ore commodity has actually played to the to the hand of the Rio uh, and FMG stock price. In saying that, Rio and, and BHP charts can at times look quite similar and they move in similar ways. So if you're trading BHP, you might decide to trade Rio as well because you may be able to make some good gains if your, your strategy on BHP 
and the setup on BHP looks similar, it may mean that they're going to actually make some gains at around the same time, so therefore you could benefit from the share price rises of both. Now that won't always happen. You need to look at the historical price action of these stocks to understand what I'm talking about here and when they converge and move together and when they diverge. Now FMG is actually the more volatile of the group. It can be really good for short-term trading Medium term, it's done well over the past couple of years if you're in the stock then, but you have to be prepared for a lot more volatility in the share price. Now, you may have heard me talk on the Tuesday show. We do the live show on a Tuesday evening from 7 until 8 p.m. You may have heard me talk about these stocks and how I've been anticipating a pullback in the share price of these big miners not knowing necessarily what's likely to cause that decline. However, there have been some reasonable gaps on the weekly charts that are signalling the potential for a share price pullback to fill these points. Now, it doesn't always occur and, and it can take some time often for these gaps to be filled. So there is no timing on it exactly. That has to be bought in the timing side of it with from the rest of the analysis. But this during this podcast, I'm really just going to focus on the price discussion and what I'm expecting. So if, if I'm looking at a stock chart of BHP, which I've got up on the screen, but obviously you can only hear my, my commentary on it, there's a potential downside risk of around 14% if BHP were to come back and fill that gap. Rio, similar. Now, as I said, sometimes they move in very similar fashion and their charts have looked similar over recent years. FMG different again, around 20% decline potential if it does fall away to fill its gap, could be slightly more because of the volatility. And we're also seeing a similar um, gap in the smaller miners, so min resources would have to fall around 30% to fill that gap on the downside if that's the case. MGX, not the same, it's very different in terms of the price chart activity on this share now, if this stock manages to trade back above around 80 cents really strongly, it's got the potential to go up closer to the dollar mark, maybe 90 cents in the short term. And then we'll just have to update our um, commentary on that as the stock continues to rise. But if it managed to get through a dollar, dollar 10, then it would look really good long from a longer term perspective. So these are the the miners that I've been looking at. Also, another good one is Champion Iron Limited. This has been quite strong recently. There's some heavy resistance at around $3.3340. If it were to get through that level, that'd be a very good thing for this share. Could continue to rise quite nicely. But again, like the other miners, we have a downside potential uh, with these gaps to be filled, which may be filled sometime this year, so around 30%. So the smaller stocks, you can see this pattern on, say, MIN and CIA with the potential to fall between 20 and 30% to the downside if they do start to fall away, whereas the big miners have somewhere between 20, 14 and 20% downside risk. So that's covering the, the forecast for the, the stocks if they fall away. And we were looking at the upside as well. So with BHP and Rio, we can see there that BHP's all-time high is around $45. So if BHP does continue to rise, we may see it head somewhere between $42, $43 before it meets a bit of resistance. 
with the potential to trade up to that all-time high. Now, if it does get up to that level, we could see it shoot through it on the upside. So that's a more positive spin on the stock. Now, if um, Rio goes up, it's really got to push through that 100 around $110 is quite heavy resistance for the share price and then it would have to continue to push higher through 120 to break new all-time high. So its all-time high back in the GFC was actually 124.18 so it would need to get through that. So there's reasonable upside from where the stock's currently trading at but as I said there's still that risk on the downside if it were to start falling away. If the stock heads strongly back below around $97 and I'd be quite concerned for the downside if you were holding this share in the short term. So that's Rio um, FMG, similar scenario. Um, it still could potentially move higher. There's nothing to say that just because it's trading traded up close to $20 that it can't go through it. There's always a possibility with FMG when it gets going it could continue higher. But it looks like at this point in time the trajectory of the stock is slowing. It really needs to trade above 1850 in the short term to see that um, share price push higher and can you continue to make new all-time highs. So that's the story on Fortescue. But you know, if I was holding this share now, I'd be quite happy to take some money off the table. Now I hope you've enjoyed my update on the iron ore miners. This is Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. Have a great week. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. This podcast is brought to you by Wealth Within, a global leader in stock market education. For more information on our courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre.